Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Lopercaro, and this episode's guest is Benny Sings. Benny Sings is a songwriter and producer based in Amsterdam. Over the years, he has become known for his vibrant and eclectic approach to pop. On Young Hearts, Benny continues his quest for pop gold, flexing his well-established songwriting skills and breathing new life into some of pop's long-standing tropes. You're normally someone that, when you write a record, you mostly write about yourself, you mostly write in a more, like, autobiographical sense, but this album is different. It's a lot more short stories, kind of fictional situations, I guess. And it's funny because I often see people doing the opposite. It's usually people who write about other things, kind of the outside world, suddenly deciding to get personal and write about themselves, especially over the last couple years. So I guess my question is... Why, why did you go in this direction? Uh, there's a different ways to explain that, I guess. But like one thing is maybe the obvious is that I've become happier myself, I guess. So I'm less of an interesting subject, probably. Um, I think that's one thing. And the other thing is that I'm... Uh, getting better at songwriting so not not in a rational way but in a subconscious way my subconscious has just absorbed all the 20 years of songwriting and it's just become more of a strong muscle or something uh which makes me more flexible and uh for me it was harder to come up with a story that doesn't exist than something that's just from my own life you know and now I, I'm able to do that. So I'm going to do that. More that often. makes a lot of sense. Oh. Yeah, because a lot of us write what we know, I guess. Because like you said, it's it's more of a comfort level because you know yourself very intimately in the way that your brain works. But yeah. to have to go out and think about other things is trickier. Yeah, yeah. It's just another... Uh... And it's all subconscious. So it's not like 
it's a difficult math problem to solve or something. It's a, it's a subconscious thing that all of a sudden you're doing it. And you think, oh, wow, I, I'm able to do that now, I guess, or something, you know? Oh, wow. So it wasn't like a conscious thing of like this album I'm going to write about. No, not at all. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just writing. Yeah. That's really cool. Again, it's something I often see people make the conscious decision to do. So it's <clears throat> it's interesting to see those things naturally evolve too. And it's kind of amazing how for each different songwriter, those kind of things either happen, like you said, subconsciously for some intentionally. It's It's kind of the beauty of this art form is that everyone is so vastly different in the way they approach it. Yeah, there's there's no rules to when good art appears. So you can have like the best idea, very rational, and think of like a whole theme for your album, and it just sucks at the end. It just doesn't work. Or the other way around, you're thinking of a whole theme for the album, and you're suddenly the next Pink Floyd or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, concept albums can go very, very well or very, very poorly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Even though I I don't I don't know how like tight of a concept you were going for on this album, despite you know everything we said about the like unconscious shift, the concept of young love is a big aspect of this album. Is that a fair thing to say about it? I don't know. If you think so, I I haven't thought of it like that at all. There there for me there was no real concept. I mean the concept for me was working with the people that I worked with. So it's for, for me way more of a um, yeah, musical concept than a lyrical thing or something, you know? But if you think so, uh, yeah, perhaps, I don't know. That's f okay, fair. Yeah, I guess I, I saw, cause one of the things I noticed a lot, at least through, through the lyrics was just all these different kinds of of either love songs or love stories somewhere it's you know love being very naive or very convinced like this is gonna work it's not gonna work but i'm gonna make it work kind of like young hearts like this idea of love being unstoppable but clearly whatever is actually going on there is not healthy there's a lot of unrequited love stories or imbalanced love stories and then there's also really like pure love or or big dreams of traveling like there's all these kind of I guess, songs that look at that concept from a lot of different angles, even if that wasn't intentional on your part, it's, I just found it interesting to see, like, you know, people can be messy, they can be stubborn, they can be naive, but they can also be really pure and genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think of it way more as, um, I think I'm way more into m musical, um, uh, currents or something so when I'm writing a song like the world or something that is about I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna live it up in Malibu we're gonna live it up uh, in Tokyo uh, for me that's not purely about that it's a love song but it's more like a wink to the old-fashioned love songs of the 70s or something you know so it's it's way more of a comment about genres maybe than it is about the actual love story. I just love the naivety of the old yard rock music that is like uh, yeah, it's so cliche in a way, you know. I'm gonna take you on the back of my motorbike and we're gonna discover the world, you know. And um, 
So for me, it's funny to write a song like that because I'm not like that at all. I don't like traveling and it's even like kind of taboo to say you're going to fly everywhere. You know, it's not great to sing a song like that, but that whole naivety or something is just funny to me in a way. It's kind of like wide-eyed, like, we're going to do the thing. We're going to make it happen. Makes me yeah. think of songs like, like I say, like Kokomo from, like, the Beach Boys or what's the other one I was thinking of? Because you said Yacht Rock. What's the one that's, like, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain? What's oh, that yeah. one again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, looking at it more from the other way around rather than, like, telling a specific story looking at the way that certain types of songs are written and playing with that because because that's yeah. what's interesting to you yeah i just love that not na- naivety naivety is that the naivete word? yeah you got it yeah yeah there's something there what i think is interesting uh, i don't know why exactly right now but yeah i mean there's something both very silly and very beautiful about it at the same time you know what i mean like yeah maybe maybe it's that i wish that that we would be that naive still or something you know like it's just there's a beauty about it absolutely and i mean again whether this was intentional or not i felt like i i kind of got to see that on both sides on this record because like when i looked at a song like love will find a way or simple love songs even if there was something like a little bit stubborn and like maybe this isn't the right thing for that character to do to hold on to this love there's something so pure in people like choosing to still believe in love and maybe even if it's not the practical choice just kind of going for it and holding on to it you know i mean if you think about it like the love stories that we love are often based on people being a little bit ridiculous and foolish and even though we're also on the other side thinking like this is a bad idea it's stupid we also kind of again are endeared by it as well yeah and i think that the the genre of the pop song just lends itself very good for that exact thing you know because i when i look at the world and at my life that's not the love i'm pursuing you know i'm uh, i'm like happily married but it's a long-term relationship it's got nothing to do with uh weird and and uh adventurous stuff you know it's just all very compromise compromises and all that stuff you know but i truly believe in that i think there's a romanticism about that that uh is yeah way more complex and uh uh, probably way more grounded than the 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 romantic uh, the smitten getting getting knocked off your feet kind of love, you know. But I've tried to write songs about that, and it's it doesn't work or something yet. I'm I'm, I'm I'm still trying, but but like it, it often just works better when you when you're describing that foolish young love you know yeah i think in the pop format or when you're trying to write something that's really bright and vibrant it's extra hard because i've seen some people do it but not very much in the pop genre like the time the times that i've seen like the songs where it's like the little details are like like the national do that really well but their music sounds really sad half the time like if you're trying and i love the national don't get me wrong Uh i'm just not if i'm like you know 
driving in LA on a sunny day, I'm not reaching for the national, you know, I'm reaching for a song like Young Hearts or Pajamas that has like a a bossa nova base to it, you know, like, so I know what you mean, like, that is such a challenging space to do that. It's funny, though, because even though I wouldn't exactly say that Pajamas is a song about parenthood, because it's not... It's probably the closest one to what you're describing as being at least on the opposite end of the spectrum to a song like The World. You know, it's the, like, let's just sit inside and watch a documentary, like, mm-hmm. go on a CBS run and yeah, kick it, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if there's anything like you'd want to like add or talk about with that song. I know that's also the one you do with Remy, which is really fun, but it's interesting seeing like the playful side of talking about just kind of slacking off and chilling too. Yeah. Well, you know, the weird thing is with, with my songs at least, and I think with a lot of pop songs is that the way I wrote it and what I think is behind it is totally not what people think of it. So my intention for the song, which just didn't work, basically, because no one reads that in the song as of yet, was like, you know, we have enough songs that are like, I can't get no satisfaction, you know, like the high libido male that can't get what he wants from the female, you know, like, um, uh, and it was just funny to me that it would be a, a duet where the girl wants to roll around, or I, I don't know the English expression, but wants to hit the sack or the, I, I don't know. <laughs> Do the thing. You know? No one says it like that, but we get where we're going. Yeah. And uh, and the guy is like, ah, I'm not feeling it today. Can we just take a walk on the beach? You know, that that, yeah. that was me. The, like, And I tried to like push it in that direction more with the you know more explicit lyrics or something, but it did, that just didn't work out. So we just left it at this. But that was that is still like what was underneath the song for me. Like the girl wants to, you know, stay in bed, and uh, and the guy just has low libido. He just doesn't want to. You know, that just, was funny. I think it is, and it definitely does read through. Like there's oh, you right. know like the moments like where she's like, "Boy, I got you wrapped around my finger." Like she's kind of like, "Hey," and he's like, yeah, "No, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go and have a, a salmon and pickle sandwich." Which yeah, and the most boring things like watch a documentary or read a book or something, you know, about yeah. birds. I love that. Speaking yeah. of which, is that like, I don't know. That's it's very silly, random question, but a salmon and pickle sandwich is that like? Because I know you're not in a Nordic country, you're in Amsterdam, but it sounds like something you get like in like Finland. Like it, I know at least in America, I don't hear salmon and pickle sandwiches a lot. No, 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 it's not a thing. It's just the words came out in LA in Kenny's studio, and uh, I was just actually asking Remy and Kenny, like, is that a thing? Like. A sandwich with salmon and pickles because it sounds great and they were like well yeah you could eat like a sandwich with salmon and pickles it might be good and so we kept that in but we, i love it all three of us don't know what that is and we never tasted it and i don't i don't really want to as well because it <laughs> sounds so gross you know what? i actually think it sounds like it would be good oh yeah yeah maybe unexpectedly I mean, like, I've had, like, all kinds of, like, tacos or, like, sandwiches where it's, like, fish and then there's, like, a pickled something. Like, it's, it's like, you know, 
like a protein and something that's like acidic. Like a, if mm. you think about it, yeah. Yeah. maybe right. maybe you need maybe. to change your mind on this. I, that's yeah. to be determined. This is yeah. this is the real takeaway from this very serious conversation about yes. about music and production and the stories we try to tell. It's will Benny Sings try a salmon and pickle sandwich yeah. one day? I'm gonna try. You know, you know it. Well. I'm still kind of looking through some of the the stories because I I'm just curious I guess about some of the things that you played around with even if they weren't like fic- like a specific story you're trying to tell like learning more about you know like you know talking about love song tropes or whatever it is that really drew you to writing about some of these things but like there's three songs in particular on this record that really deal with either like unrequited love or like imbalanced love and I put those as the only one movie star and to some degree take your time as well because there's a lot of like you know especially with movie star and take your time it's these ideas of like basically letting someone walk all over you and and just being like you're way better than me and I Mm -hmm. don't deserve you which is another like very common songwriting trope so i guess like what what made you want to write like play with that one in particular especially like you know saying what you did about you know having meaning like a healthy long-term relationship this is like the polar opposite of that you know yeah because i've i've been not in a healthy relationship for a very long time i mean in not even in a relationship you know basically like i've i've been like dumped and all that stuff so much in my life so it's it's a very very common thing for me it's just very very shitty and for 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 like maybe yeah 80 percent of all people like they witness that a lot you know and uh and it's so shitty it makes you feel so bad and um yeah we never know why that is well i i have a hunch but uh yeah it's just uh, something to write about because you recognize it and you immediately feel that you know you know the feeling. You know? Yeah, it's a very sadly universal thing. I do yeah. wonder if it comes from kind of almost to play off the song, like the the movies and stuff, and these ideas of like a perfect mate, and then weirdly, we even though they're supposed to be perfect for us, we still don't think they match up to us. So we just look at them and worship them, and then that obviously ends. Yeah, so I think Poorly. we're often like mistaking longing for love. And longing is the part that's before love, you know? So you long for a person and then when it all is right, that person turns out that she was longing for you too, you know? And uh, then you get together and then love starts. And then basically it becomes kind of boring and, and you have to figure that out. How, how you're gonna love you know but in pop culture and i'm very much into that and i love it but there's something weird about it that we can't stop talking about the longing part that's before love you know so and we describe that as love so that's the whole complicated thing because longing often happens when the longing is not mutual of course because when it's not like you can't like do it you're gonna long for it so yeah that's that's what happened to me for a very 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 long time that that longing was 
that was when I thought that that was real love, you know, and that was not the case. Yeah, I think it's funny. The reason I think that I felt like this, my I initially interpreted this album as being so much about young love was because there's so many of these songs that felt like the characters in them hadn't learned that lesson yet that you're talking mm -hmm. about, that they are so caught up on longing. They are so caught up on like the things that we get caught up on when we're young, when we haven't experienced real heartbreak yet, or we've experienced it in a very, you know, teenage way or something like that. So, so even like, it's, again, it's interesting hearing you say that, because even if that wasn't the intention of the album, it's, it's such an interesting point to make, you know, and I, I do feel like I hear it a lot. Actually, one of the songs I really hear it on is the opening track, Young Hearts, because even though I know there's like the element of like, in the song of numbing things out with drugs, stuff there's that same like stubborn feeling of like two people that just got into a relationship being like this is going to be awesome we're going to make it work and it feels like to me two people that are still in the longing phase or are about to leave the longing phase and don't know what to do about it does mm -hmm. that make any sense with what you're trying to write in the song or yeah i guess i mean i never write that rational so i didn't write that like that at all it's just i write it that's a subconscious process and you you don't have anything to do with it actually it's just like you you're way more subconsciously listening if the if the words just get you you know so it's far more of a feeling process than a thinking process and then when it's finished and you love the song you can kind of like listen to the lyrics and say oh what what would it mean actually and that's like exactly maybe the same process if, as if you you would listen to it so yeah uh, again, with Young Hearts, I would listen to it way more as a wink to a certain genre than an actual, like, deep thought or something. But, yeah, sure, it's about that young love, for sure, that is just, like, uh, yeah, the, the addictive love that just fucks you up, yeah. Yes, yes, it absolutely yeah. does. Been there, done that, as we all have. Yeah. Um, I guess with that, because this is an album that, you know, has nodded to so many different types of love songs, were there any tropes, like lo old love song tropes, that you particularly enjoyed playing with on this record? Like ones that you were uh, like, I ooh, I really want to mess with that. Uh, I don't know what the word trope means. Okay. Um, a trope is... How do I explain trope? Damn it. Now I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, it's the... I translate it. I, I'll try and think of the definition while, while you do that. But essentially, it's like the typical types of themes or like the stereotypes of like a love song. Like the trope of star-crossed lovers like Romeo oh, right. and Juliet. Like yeah. where it's doomed oh, yeah, to yeah, fail. Yeah. Or unrequited love is a trope. Like yeah. one person who loves the other and the other one doesn't love them. Like... Or, or songs, yeah. like you said, like about big travel or being grand and big in the way you show love, like... No, no, I, I think what, what I would have loved to write an album about, like, is a long-term relationship. And uh, how to re... Um, how to change your uh, view on what we think love is you know that that would be awesome and that's uh, that's what i 
I've maybe tried rationally. So can I write a song about my marriage and how beautiful that is in a totally unexpected way that you would think of, you know? Uh, it's not perfect at all. It's, it's I'm not going to say what it is because I, I don't want to, you know, talk trash, but it's not perfect. and But it is very romantic, you know? Uh, so if I wanted to do something, that that would be the thing. But it turns out that you're just, I'm just looking for a good song, uh, which is feels good, you know? And I'm so then almost all of the time you have to let go of your rational, what you want to talk about and just go with what the song wants to talk about or something, you know? Young Hearts is available now wherever you normally get your music. This podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lobercaro, and the artwork is by Meg Welford. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.